Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Week 12 preview episode of the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, the Black Mamba, Brian Corgan, joined, as always, by Andrew Shaq Dobes and Birdman Brendan Pika. Oh, hey. Yeah, I think that's one. fitting. How come How come Andrew got Shaq? I, got I thought it was so <laughs> I funny. I have the same <laughs> I guess it's true. as Shaquille O'Neal. That's what they call him on the streets because they oh, look yeah. almost identical. Uh, yeah, More I'm like just big, big Shaq. Yeah. Man's not hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shaq with a type 1 diabetes. Yeah. If, she, <laughs> if Shaq was about a foot smaller yep. and 250 pounds lighter. Yeah, yeah. with glasses. With glasses. <laughs> The only difference the only yep. difference is the glasses. That's it. That's it. That's the only difference. Well, I figured uh, out the pattern to the nicknames. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's That's hear it. Easy. Uh yeah. basketball. It's famous Nailed basketball it. players. Yeah. Yeah. Except I don't remember who Birdman is. Oh, it's uh, a mohawk. Yeah, that's the tattoos. important thing to remember. Yeah. Uh, this is yeah. not a basketball podcast. This nah. is a fantasy football podcast, and this is our Week 12 preview. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm excited to delve into these games. Nice. Uh, nice word. Starting out, uh, very I want strong. to start yes. out strong. You know, thank you. I I came ready to play. Yeah, and in a way, I'm not ready to play. Is our precog prediction contest series? Andrew leads three to three two. two. Yep. It it hurts. I don't like it. So I'm gonna do everything I can this week to set this right. Because if there's anything, if there's nothing else I get from the season, I need to beat Andrew <laughs> in this prediction precog series to. you know i do nah. so bad or else it'll kill me nah. i hate losing to you and unfortunately it happens way too often um yeah so once again you're leading the series three to two mm-hmm. everybody please just send me those positive vibes we need to tie this thing up uh andrew let's just jump right yeah. into the predictions the first game we're previewing game is the, the miami dolphins against the cleveland browns starting with the dolphins side of the ball not fun. There it is. Oh, I thought you were just going to say, and we're done. All right. No, no, there is shockingly, I think, there's three people worth talking about. Three? I'll, I'll start with Kalen Balage. It's gross. Okay. It's gross. Yeah. All right? I get that. Mm-hmm. Mark Walton suspended. Kenyon He's Drake cut, was traded. Think, wasn't he? There is a starting running back in the NFL that gets more than 12 carries per game. Granted. He is averaging about a yard carry, which is literally historically bad. He will break the record for least effective running back in NFL history. But he's the only show in town. Um, I'm facing him in a couple leagues, which I feel pretty good about. Mm -hmm. However, you know, he's getting that workload. (laughs) Is he somebody that in a pinch you'd be willing to start in a flex spot? Yeah, I hate saying it. But yeah, I mean, last week he had nine rushes for nine yards and a touchdown. That touchdown makes me happy if I started Bellage. Um, but he, he gets the opportunity and he's going up against a Browns defense where the 26th best in rushing defense. So that's not good. They're definitely lower level. Um, I think that this game could be Bellage's opportunity to prove that he is capable of being a starting running back. I don't have a lot of faith in him, but he's a very desperation play if you need to. Yeah, no, I think he's awful. Um I think he is a desperation play, but I mean, I'd rather start if it's a flex position, you know, I'd rather start Ryan Griffin over him or some, somebody like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I would just avoid him at all costs, but yeah. he is somebody worth talking about. Ryan Fitzpatrick is surprisingly effective in this offense. Now that they're trying mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. Um, 
I wouldn't necessarily say he's a streamer, uh, but if you're in a two QB league, he is somebody worth, you know, kind of looking at. He really has shown a connection with another shockingly relevant player, uh, Devonte Parker. I feel like we're about five years too late or rather Parker's five years too late. This has been, this has been a long time coming. He, ever since he was drafted, he was supposed to be the next, next big thing. Not necessarily a big thing, but he's putting it together this season. You know, he's strung together a couple of really nice games. Um, And honestly, this Browns team does have a pretty solid defense. Yeah. However, I think Devontae Parker can get the best of him. Um, He's shown really well these last couple weeks to be a really reliable option. He's scoring touchdowns. He's getting the targets. I think he's a shockingly reliable wide receiver three with, with upside. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to say that. Um, but yeah, like you said, the Browns defense is not bad. They're passing defense, at least. They're the sixth best in the NFL. Um, but yeah, I just, they, Browns haven't really impressed me a lot this season on defense, even though they are the sixth best. So I do like Devontae Parker. I like the connection he has with Fitzpatrick. So I could, I can put him in that wide receiver three spot as well. And we've seen wide receivers you know, thrive in sucky environments. I mean, mm-hmm. Josh Gordon, when he had his breakout year, you know, we've seen Alshon Jeffrey with Jay Cutler, you know, so we've seen it before. And Devonte Parker is the newest embodiment of that. You know, yeah. I guess sign us up. You know, we can, we can see DD Westbrook had a great season with a uh, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles so, I mean, yeah. it, it can happen. Um, yeah. Over to the Brown side of the ball. Mm-hmm. This is exciting for a couple of reasons. This Miami Dolphins defense it's, t- it's awful. It's just it's not good. They terrible. just got torn up by Josh Allen and John Brown last week. Um, I'm excited to see what the Browns can do. This can be a get right game, or this can be a just absolute explosion of the hype train that might still come around. So Baker Mayfield, I think is a, a pretty good stream option this week. You know, yep. I think he, him and Josh Allen, I think have pretty, I think they're pretty close in what they can they're do. Similar. Yeah. Um, and I think after watching last week, I think Baker will want to move around a little bit more, use his legs. Mm-hmm. He is mobile. Uh, and I think between Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, I think they can get it done. Uh, Both of them, yeah. Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. I'm starting with confidence. Yep. I think he's a locked in for sure wide receiver two. I'm hoping wide receiver one. I'm hoping he, he finally cashes this week. his value. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Landry scares me. <laughs> I'm facing him in a league and I don't like it. He's been scoring. He's been involved. He mm-hmm. has been just a monster. Yeah, you he's know, got he, uh, last three games. He's got three touchdowns. Every yeah, scoring three so. straight games. That is it's pretty good. That's really good if you have him. Uh, yeah. He is questionable with a hip injury, but I think we are projecting him to play. Yep. Um, yeah, no, that I think that's a player who's kind of flown under the radar as far Absolutely. as performance. Yeah. So I think he's a, a wide receiver too with upside this week, especially in a PPR league. Yeah, Landry, twentieth best wide receiver this season. Uh, it, it's weird for the first time since like week like three or four. I feel comfortable saying you can start Baker Mayfield and he won't let you down. Yeah, and this is kind of weird. So you just said Jarvis Landry is the twentieth best wide 20th receiver. Best, yeah. The Dolphins' passing defense is twentieth best as well. Ooh, so it's a sign. Pretty neat. It's um, a sign. I think after this week, Jarvis Landry will be higher than twenty. And I believe Dolphins will be lower than 20. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, that's, that's kind of funny how that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Nick Chubb, you're starting. Obvious how start. do you feel about Kareem Hunt? Oh, I'm so excited for him this week. 
I'm so excited for him this week. Are you not? Tell me about it. I I don't know how to feel about him yet. I'm still trying to develop my opinion. Still He's a good fence. player, honestly. I'm, I'm, He's I don't, getting points. I don't dispute him being talented. The thing I'm having trouble with is the balance between Chubb and Hunt. So break it down for me. Convince me. Well, it, it's pretty simple. Chubb gets the ground game. Hunt gets the passing game. And if you're in a PPR league or half-point PPR league, Hunt, to me, is a must-start this week. You can argue if he's startable in a just standard league, but Kareem Hunt is getting like he's he's averaging I think like nine or ten points a game, which is very good for. Okay, a backup how many now. games has he been back? I mean, though? he's only played back. He's only played two games. Yeah, get but out still, of here. still he's hot right now, and he's still they're still allowing Chubb to get most of the ground game, and Hunt is involved. So I think you start Hunt. Yeah, I especially in a bye week, I certainly see where yeah. you're coming from. Um, I don't think I'd have the stones to do it, but oh, I would. you know what? And I More am. power to you, my friend. Uh, Dolphins taking on Browns. I am in favor of the Browns. Yeah, the Browns, for sure. The Browns are going to flush the Dolphins. Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Detroit Lions taking on the Washington professional football franchise. Starting with the Lions, Matthew Stafford is out with his back injury. It's going to be the Driscoll show once again. Fun fact, Driscoll, since he's taken over, has been the sixth best fantasy football quarterback. Wow. Let that sink in. Uh, I don't like saying what? it. It feels wrong. He has. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't just make stuff up, you jerk. I, I needed. I did not believe yeah. you on that one. I didn't <laughs> yeah. believe you yeah, on that so one. So let that sink in. Heck. He's doing Driscoll better than Mahomes. is the oh. sixth best fantasy football since he's taken over. Um, this is one of those weird points in fantasy football where you lead with your head, not your heart. If you need to stream somebody, the matchup does not get much better than going up against the yeah. Washington professional f- football franchise. So I think he's in the high-end QB2, low-end mm-hmm. QB1 category. Uh, and I'd be tempted to start him over Aaron Rodgers, as yeah. blasphemous as that seems, especially coming from me. I think I'd take Driscoll. Me too. It's all about matchup. That's what you gotta. That's what you gotta play for streaming quarterbacks. And I really, he's still got that connection with Marvin Jones. Uh, I expect another great game out of him. Yeah, um, Marvin Jones, you're starting with confidence. Yeah, uh, and also you're starting Kenny Galladay. Uh, Josh Norman to. is not the matchup he used to be. Um, Kenny Galladay can be a top 12 receiver this week. And Marvin Jones can be, you know, yeah. we've seen his upside. He can be number one, but you know, I think he can finish 14. wide receiver two easy. Yeah. I agree uh, with that start both as far as a running game. So the Redskins running defense is 28th best. Another way of looking at that is fourth worst in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So the question is, who do you start from the run game, if anybody? Is it Bo Scarborough? There is it is. Ty Johnson? Is it J.D. McKissick? Break it down. The one guy I like is Bo Scarborough. Bo I, for show. Bo for show. I have not been impressed with McKissick, even though he is slightly involved in the passing game. He hasn't done too much with it, though. Um, and it, we saw last game against the Dallas Cowboys, Bo got most of the work. He got fifty over 50 yards and a touchdown. And I think that's that's good enough for me to uh, to stream, especially against the terrible Redskins defense. Yeah, no, I, I certainly see where you're coming from. I agree with everything you said. Here's what gives me pause, and here's why I would personally not recommend Joe Scarborough this week. We've oh. seen these shenanigans all season from the Lions after yeah. 
uh, after Karen Johnson left. We've seen it change between Tra Carson. We've seen Ty Johnson. We've seen JD McKissick. And now out of nowhere, we see Bo Scarborough. He can be great. If he gets the same workload he got last week, awesome. He he would be worthy of a, of a start. But I, I just can't in good conscience tell people to take that risk. If you need to, if it's absolutely desperate, sure. You know, I, I can absolutely see where if he gets that workload again, awesome. But there's no one in their right mind other than Matt Patricia that can tell us this is the workload I'm going to give out. Uh, and true. I just don't feel comfortable with that. So, I mean, yeah. we've seen it. It's It's been such an up and down kind of thing. But, I mean, that's how I feel. All right. Bo Scarborough or Kareem? Bo Scarborough. Okay. Who are you going to say? Kareem Hunt. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Bablage. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Uh, I would start Kareem Hunt. Okay. Uh, I think that workload is a little more set in stone. I yep. think his upside is lower than Bo Scarborough's, but I, I think there's also that guaranteed workload there. Got it. Um, over to the Washington side of the ball. You know, we actually have a first for a podcast. We, uh, Brendan, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have the Washington Redskins president of their fan club on the line. Is are you there, Brendan? Uh, is the uh, equipment working? The equipment? Yeah, yep. yeah, it's oh, working. It is working. There's just nobody there. There oh, are no fans no. of the Washington Redskins. Oh my, oh, my god. god! Yeah. God. Thank you. Thank you for indulging me. Yeah, there's nobody there because there's no fan club. This is the worst roster in the NFL, the worst team. It's it's fun to watch, but also very sad. Um, You know, this is a a team in transition and not a whole lot of hope. Uh, Two bright spots. Okay, one bright spot. No, we'll go two. Terry McLaurin is a champion. Uh, Great player, just absolutely decapitated by his quarterback uh, and Darius Geis, you know, starting with scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, it's gotten better with Dwayne Haskins, but I'm still not comfortable starting him. You know, Uh, it's not a good situation. Uh, You know, I wish he had Jeff Driscoll throwing him the ball. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to agree with you there. I think that I I wouldn't be opposed to starting Terry um, because just because this, Lions passing defense is like the third worst team, the third worst defense in the NFL this year. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm not against Terry, but I'm not excited to, to start him this week. Yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, The thing that scares me is the floor in this offense yeah. with, yeah. with Dwayne Haskins, the floor is zero. <laughs> the floor is nothing. Um, And the upside, I just don't see it. I mean, with Dwayne Haskins, I don't think he can throw for 40 yards in a touchdown. Um, can Terry do that? Absolutely. But yeah. Haskins makes me nervous. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm still starting scary Terry if I can help it. Yep. But it's definitely lowered expectations. I have him as a low-end wide receiver three option in a very positive matchup. Yeah, that's a good uh, spot for Darius Geis broke oh, out sad. last week. Ooh. Looked really explosive coming back from his injury. Looked great. Uh, Adrian Peterson's questionable with the toe injury. And if mm-hmm. AP is out, that is great for Geis. And I think he slots in as a RB3 with the potential to end as an RB2. Yep, that's where I put him as well. He's He got a receiving touchdown last week against the Jets, and he split the workload basically 50-50 with Adrian Peterson. With Peterson out, oh, man, a huge upside for Geis this week. 
and yeah. going up against the Lions defense, which is 24th best in the NFL. Yeah, Geis looked great. Uh, extremely talented player. Uh, right out of college, he was you know, projected to be a really good player. He's just been derailed by injury. So if he's healthy, he is dangerous. Uh, I like the start this week. If AP's yeah. out, I like it. Even yep. if AP's not, or even if AP is playing, I think Geis is, is worth the start. Um, yeah, these two teams, I think we summed up everybody we need to. Uh, give me the Lions. Yeah, I got to go Lions. I wanted to pick the Skins for a moment, a moment there, but I just don't have faith in Haskins. Yep, yep. Lions Valid. can finally get a win. They're going to get a win. <laughs> well, don't, don't jinx them. Yeah. Next up, we have funny. the Oakland Raiders taking on the New York Jets. Starting with Oakland, Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. was limited in practice with a shoulder injury, but I believe he has been cleared. I yeah. fully expect Josh Jacobs play. to play. And granted, the New York Jets do have a really good rushing defense. They're currently ranked number one in the NFL right now, and they have a pretty good track record of shutting people down. Yeah. So I would still start Josh Jacobs. He's got the talent. He's got the workload. Um, Don't expect a top performance from him. Though. Yeah. Instead of RB1 numbers, you know, maybe brace yourself for RB2 numbers this week. Yeah. You know, 60 yards and a touchdown. You know, I, I think that'd be towards the higher numbers. end of what he can do. Yeah. Uh, Tyrell Williams, you're starting. Yep. Um, Darren Waller, you're starting. Absolutely. I think a question people have is Derek Carr. Starting. Andrew, I know you love Derek Carr. Numbers wise, he makes sense as a Derek Carr opposite of truther. You know, talk me into it. Okay, so in the last three out of his four games, Derek Carr has scored 19 plus fantasy points, right? He's going up against the Jets defense, who I think they're ranked, yeah, they're the 21st best passing defense in the NFL. So they're not great. They're kind of mid-table. Um, I can't imagine the Raiders run game being that good. So they're going to have to throw the ball. I like his weapons with Darren Waller and Tyrell Williams. Um, and I, I think that that is going to be a good game for him. The jets give up more than 270 passing yards per game. So I think that Derek Carr should have a good matchup this week. He's a very good streaming quarterback. And I think Hunter Renfro is, is a valid starter this week. Um, you know, he's kind of been, ascending he's he's a rookie he is probably the least uh, frightening football player i've really ever seen um if you google him he looks like he'd be working as an accountant for the raiders uh but he's a player (laughs) uh and he looks like he's 35 but he's a rookie you know i think he's worthwhile i think he's in the beasley category uh, yeah. But I, I like him more than Beasley this week, especially with Beasley going up against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. But Renfro, I think he's an upside, you know, flex play that I'd be tempted to start. Um, as much as I don't like Carr, as much as I don't like the, Raiders, um, the Raiders. Oh, God, you're so awful. <laughs> uh, you know, I I like all the weapons of Derek Carr. So unfortunately, yeah. I think that makes me have to like Carr. So I think Carr there is absolutely go. in the streaming category. Boom. I don't like him. I don't like him. I love him this week. So instead of saying Derek Carr is a streamer, the yeah. starting quarterback for the Oakland Raiders is a worthwhile stream this week. Absolutely. And his name is Derek Carr. That's just happenstance. Yeah. Over to the Jet side of the ball. I also like Sam Darnold this week. Oakland is a terrible defense. Mm-hmm. Their passing defense is 27th best in the NFL. So very generous to opposing quarterbacks and wide receivers. 
This is going to get a little interesting because I would not start Robbie Anderson with confidence. Nope. But if he is going to blow up, this would be a good week for him to blow up. Yeah, uh, for example, like between Robbie and Hunter Renfro, I would go Hunter Renfro. Yeah. But Jameson Crowder should have a big game. Start him, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd start Crowder, you know, even if he wasn't going up against a terrible defense. Mm-hmm. But somebody I'm really excited about this week uh, is actually Ryan Griffin, the yes. tight end for Oakland. Or not, the tight end tight for end. the Jets facing. Going up against, yeah. Um, you know, he's strung together a couple of really nice games. He's scored in three of his last four. He's serviceable. You know, he he really is making it happen. Mm-hmm. Season long, rest of the season, I wouldn't be all that, you know, on board. But great matchup this week. I think yeah. you continue to ride that. And if you believe in Darnold this week, which I do, I think you believe in Griffin. Yeah, I agree with that. I actually think his next three games are going to be really good. They're playing Oakland this week. Then they got Cincinnati. Then they got Miami. So I think now's the chance to pick up Ryan Griffin, honestly. Yeah, and it may feel scary. Uh, he does have a very low floor of zero, yeah. uh, but it's a tight end. And or negative if... two, like last week, but that's okay. Or, or te- week 10, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no, with Chris Herndon being out, uh, Ryan Griffin is, you know, I think they are in the boat. They're like, okay, well, if we're stuck with him, we have to play him. Yeah. Uh, and they've committed to him, you know, he and he's looked good. He's not a athletic freak. He won't blow you away with his measurables, but... He is Mr. Reliable. He will get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, running game, Le'Veon Bell should have a great game. Gotta he start him, yeah. looks like he's playing a little hobbled. He doesn't look like himself, but even 75% of Le'Veon Bell is startable against Oakland. Yeah. Uh, anybody else worth mentioning? Not really. This is one of the games that I'm really excited for. I think it's going to be a, a low-key barn burner here. I think it's going to be a lot of passing. Yeah, I don't think it's a low-key barn burner at all. Um, you know... For me, predicting the game, it came down to I like the Jets more than the Raiders, but I like Gruden a whole lot more than I like Adam Gates. Adam Gates, yeah. So give me the Raiders. I picked the Raiders as well. I don't think that was much of a shock, though. The Raiders. Yes. All right. We have consensus quite a bit so far. Okay. Let's hope to change that up. Uh-huh. Let's change it up with the New York Giants facing the Chicago Bears. Let's start with the Giants because I like okay. them more than the Bears. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, Evan, more fun to talk about. That's true. Evan Ingram is doubtful with a foot injury. He was actually ruled out today, uh, so he will not be playing. Sterling Shepard is questionable with a concussion. You know, I think we'll just proceed expecting him not to play. Yeah. This is going to be a tough matchup. Um, Daniel Jones will be facing a really stout Bears defense led by Khalil Mack. Uh, Jones has been really good his rookie season. He's outperformed anybody's expectations, but he's got a tough he's got a tough matchup here. Um, yeah. And I don't think Saquon Barkley is going to have that good of a game. So it, I think it's really going to come down to Daniel Jones being able to make the most out of his weapons. Hopefully he can, but the uh, Chicago Bears defense, they've only allowed nine touchdown passes. Uh, they've given up the fifth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. So it's a really tough matchup for the rookie. So I, I can see Khalil Mack just kind of all up in his all up in his face, all up in his grill, as one would say. <laughs> that's that's why they call you Shaq. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I unfortunately, I, I just have to be low on all the options uh, yep. on this Giants offense. I think they are going to struggle. Missing key weapons. Uh, Jones, I think, has a very bright future, but he's still learning a lot, and I think this Bears defense is going to take advantage of him. He'll learn a lot this game. (laughs) He'll learn a lot. That's a very positive way of looking at it, and I appreciate that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Darius Slayton, do you have any interest in with Shepard potentially being out? Yeah, I feel like he's that connection with with Daniel Jones is. I mean, he's getting like he. I think he has like four touchdowns in the last like five games or something. It's insane. So I I would hesitantly start him. Yeah, I would start Tate as a wide receiver three, and I have Slayton as a desperation flex. Yeah, um, that's a good spot for him. Another giant worth talking about. I am very low on Saquon Barkley this week. Um, you know, he's coming off of one of the worst games we've ever seen Saquon play. One yard. Yeah, (laughs) that's not great. I can do those numbers. Um, so he's coming off an awful game and he was playing too. It's not like he came off after two plays because he was hurt. He played the whole game. Uh, and historically Saquon, okay, not historically this year, Saquon has played two top defenses. He has 30. So for example, He's played two top D's this year. He okay. had 37 total yards against Tampa Bay, which we know is elite. Yep. And he had 31 total yards against the Jets uh, run defense. You know, that's that's, that's rough. That's, that's not great. Um, and I consider the Bears to be a, a top run defense. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, they're, yeah. they're ranked as the 11th most generous defense uh, to face when you have a running back. Uh, so I... 11th hardest matchup. I consider that top tier, top 10. We'll just round up. So this is not a favorable matchup. And this year, Saquon Barkley looks human. So he's somebody I'm cooled off this week. I mean, you're starting him if you have him. You have to. He also looks like he's playing a little hurt. And I think that's a factor as well. Um, So, you know, I have Saquon Barkley as a running back two this week. And I think you'd be lucky to get running back two numbers. I think there's a real chance you start him with running back two expectations and he gives you RB3 flex numbers. Yeah, I can't imagine him getting many yards. Hopefully he can sink a touchdown in there, but I won't expect too much from him. Yeah, and the touchdown opportunity is what keeps him as a projected RB2. RB2, so, yeah. Yeah, brace yourself. It, it might be ugly out there. Mm-hmm. Um, over to the Bears side of the ball, Bears beats Mitch Trubitsky. Nice. Thank you. Mitch Trubitsky is expected to play this week despite his hip injury. Um, this is an ugly team. Uh, this is not the bears we thought we were getting in 2019. So it's been a, a huge letdown, but you know, we have to break it down. So Mitch Trubisky, I'm not starting. That's gross. No, um, I, I will say the giants is a beautiful matchup. They are mm-hmm. a get right team to go up against Allen Robinson. I love you yep. have to start Allen Robinson. I'm, I'm yep. higher than the normal consensus on Allen Robinson this week. Uh, I think he can succeed in a pretty huge way. You know, I, I'm trying to think of who else. David Montgomery, you know, uh, he could have a good game, but uh, I'm not willing to risk it. I'm not willing to start him. Ooh, I would rather yeah. start Tariq Cohen uh, over Montgomery. Too. Cohen yeah. is, you know, he started out not involved at all in the season, and he's getting more involved. So, you know, he's getting more and more work. Not a great workload, but he's getting more involved, and he's he's productive with his touches. You know, yeah. he's... You know, him and Tyreek Hill are those weird game breaker type speed and nimble agility. So he can get it done. I actually like Tariq Cohen in a PPR league this week, even mm-hmm. half point PPR. I think he'll be involved. But Montgomery, you know, in desperation, you can flex him. But I would much rather sit him on my bench. Yeah, I think Cohen's a better option. Like you said, he he just does more with the carries that he gets. So 
For example, last week when they played the Rams, Cohen got nine carries for 39 yards. He averaged 4.3 yards a carry. David Montgomery got more of the workload, 14 carries, but only got 31 yards, 2.2 yards per carry. So Cohen's just playing better right now. So And he's more involved in the receiving game. He got a receiving touchdown last week. So I think that Cohen, as weird as it is to say, is a solid flex option for me. And the nationwide just dilemma of Trey Burton. Should I start him? Should I sit him? Finally <laughs> came to an end that. because he was put on IR. So that makes yeah. Andrew's life so much easier. Yep. Andrew's favorite tight end, Trey Burton. He's done uh, for the season, so just hang him yeah. up maybe next year. <laughs> yep. uh, any other wide receivers uh, that you're interested in in this game? I don't think there's any that are fantasy relevant yet. I mean, Taylor Gabriel has kind of made a name for himself, but I don't think he's – I don't feel comfortable enough starting him yeah, or even yeah. putting him on my roster. I'm not going to roll those dice. No. Uh, these two teams. Oh, man. This is, this is a tough one to predict to predict this is um part of me wants to wait until you say yours and i'll take the opposite yeah well part of me wants to wait until you say yours (laughs) and then i was gonna take the opposite i think the smart money's on the bears but fantasy football is for fun i will Mm -hmm. have more fun cheering for the giants to beat the bears oh that's pretty awkward because i chose giants as well you son of a nutcracker i chose giants so i just you know I just got to cheer against other NFC North teams. That is a weak reason. How yeah. dare you? No, I just um, I, I think uh, Barkley can do enough. Yeah, you know, okay. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> but it's gonna be an ugly game. It will. It'll be a low score, yeah. not a barn burner. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's a barn raising. Uh, next up, nice. we have the Fun Carolina dope. Panthers taking on the New Orleans Saints. The Carolina Panthers are coming off of a pretty wretched game, particularly because of Kyle Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, they put up three points last week. That's that's icky. That's that's no bueno. <laughs> that's, that is icky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they'll bounce back because I, I I think it's really hard to only score three points in a game. Uh, yeah. There's no way Kyle Allen could be as bad as he was last week. Uh, but the Saints are a pretty solid defense. You know, they they can get it done. Um, Starting with the Panthers' weapons, Christian McCaffrey, let's not waste time talking about it. He's a stud. Yeah, I mean, he, he put up so many big numbers, even though the Panthers only got three points. Uh, Marcus Lattimore, uh, a fantastic defensive player for the Saints. You know, he's still coming off of his injury. He was out last week. He might be out yeah. this week as well. But even if he's playing, I'd be tempted to start DJ Moore. He's coming off of a really good string of games. Um, and even last week, and just a terrible, terrible game, uh, outing from Kyle Allen, he was able to put together a really good fantasy football stat line. Yeah. Um, yep. So I'm I'm on board with DJ Moore. I think he is a wide receiver two rest of season, uh, and I think he has some real potential down down the stretch. I agree. I like DJ Moore a lot. Curtis Samuel, on the other hand, yeah. No, I'm. Kind of yeah, I think honestly, not only is he not a start in this game. I think he's borderline rosterable. Whoa, uh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. I, you that's know, a hot take. And there's a really good chance I'll eat those words. He is extremely touchdown dependent. And if you look at their upcoming matchups, it's not friendly uh, after the Saints. That's that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, the Saints isn't a friendly matchup. Yeah, the Saints are not a friendly matchup. Um, 
so I mean, full disclosure, I dropped Curtis Samuel in one of my leagues uh, wow. to pick up the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Um, I'm at the point of the season where my starting wide receivers are good enough. I'm trying to build my roster for rest of season. And I took that chance. So it might feel gross, but you know, it's desperation time in fantasy football. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about the Eagles defense a little bit later. Um, however, on this game, Curtis Samuel, I'm not starting. No, nope, not at all. Cool I, you need a good quarterback for a, a wide receiver to, to, to perform and Kyle Allen nice. is just thank you for that analysis not doing it well I mean you got you got players like the team that scores know, more points typically wins the exactly game. well you got there's some wide receivers I like know, if you I'm look at like Odell Beckham last year with Eli Manning <laughs> it's like they can still perform to you know uh to be a fantasy relevant player but with Kyle Allen throwing I have a lot less faith especially coming off that weird loss against the Falcons now they got to play the Saints that's a tough matchup. Yeah, no, and DJ Moore is becoming more of a target monster, uh, and they're yeah. still a run-heavy team with Christian McCaffrey. So I certainly see where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Greg, Greg Olson. Olson. Yep, yeah. he's a worthwhile start stream. Him. Uh, start him up. Saints are weak against tight end. Yeah, that sums up Kyle Allen. I am not streaming this week. No. A nope. <laughs> uh, little burned on that one. So I think it's good to take a, a week break. We need yeah. to reconcile some differences over to the saints side of the ball i am extremely excited for alvin kamara this week the carolina panthers are not a good run defense Terrible. and kamara's turned on the jets he started out this year pretty slow had the injury yeah. but since he's come back he is elusive he is fast and he is mm-hmm. fighting uh, great broken tackle percentage this season uh, especially the last couple of games he's still the alvin kamara we all know and love so I think he's going to have, if he's not number one, I think he's number two this week. Yeah, I can see a top three finish for him this week as well. I mean, 27th best rushing defense in the league. That's the Panthers. That's that's a really good matchup for running backs. Quick question, though. What about Latavius Murray? Yeah, that is a great question. Uh, I actually like Latavius Murray this week. Um, he is one of my uh, yay players of the week, so I can break that more down later, or break that down more later. Yeah. I'm not expecting like a wide receiver or a running back two or three this week. I think he's a, a flex and I'll, I'll break it down. I think he has a good opportunity this week. Um, but yeah, no, I think they're both start worthy. I think for Kamara sky's the limit. And I think for Murray, maybe wide receiver or <laughs> wow. I'm struggling with that. I think running back two could be a ceiling. Whoa. So I like Latavius Murray this week. And I think the saints are going to just steamroll the Panthers. Um, this is not a frightening Panthers team and this is a frightening Saints team Drew Brees I like him a lot this week start him I think it should be a pretty easy win yeah Michael Thomas don't even need to talk about he's only the best wide receiver in the league Ted Ginn Jr you know this is a revenge game Uh, I I wouldn't start him but I think that elevates Brees game Uh, Ted Ginn Jr is one of those players I just I love to watch him play um there's been a couple times in the last five or six years I've started him in desperation and he goes off. So I've got a huge amount of love for Ted Ginn would not start him this week <laughs> or no. at any point this year because yeah, his role is that. diminishing. Um, but you know, I think he elevates Drew Brees this, this week. Uh, and another thing I think worth bringing up is Jared cook. You know, I think he's, I think he's stream worthy as gross as it is. I am oh, no fan of Jared cook, but he's involved. Uh, Panthers are beatable at the tight end position. They are very beatable at the tight end position. 
So if you need a stream, yeah. I'd roll. I'd roll with Jared Cook. Yeah, I. As weird as it is, I have to agree with you on that one. Over the last two weeks, Jared Cook has been the number six tight end, getting eight receptions over 100 yards and a touchdown. So I think that that they can keep that ball rolling. Yeah, and and like I said, Panthers are bad against tight ends. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good spot to beat them. Yep. Um, Saints versus Panthers. Give me the Saints. Who dat? Who Saints. dat indeed. Yeah. Next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Starting on the Seahawks side of the ball, Tyler Lockett was limited in practice with his horrific leg injury he suffered two weeks ago, but he is on track to play. It sounds like Pete Carroll is expecting him to play. Mm -hmm. To what extent, I'm not entirely sure, but if he's starting, I'm starting him. You know, he's an incredible player. Uh, Russell Wilson, even though Eagles are a pretty rough defense to face, um, if you look at their numbers as a passive uh, observer of fantasy football, they rank really low. That's only because they had such a bad start of season. They've actually really pieced it together these last couple weeks. Um, they got some some key members back. They got healthy. And they, they seem to really have turned a corner recently. So mm-hmm. I think they're a little harder than what people might expect. But Russell Wilson's locked and loaded QB1 MVP candidate. You're just going to ride that fire. Yeah. Um, you know, DK Metcalf, speaking of riding the fire, he is I'm a excited incredible athlete he is number tied for number two in the nfl with red zone targets he has 13 he's tied with kenny galladay and number one is mike evans so that's a great stat to be you know top three (laughs) tied for top two uh, in the nfl you know with russell wilson as your quarterback you could easily have two to three touchdowns a game and it wouldn't be all that surprising uh, yeah. Which he did last week or two weeks ago. He had two touchdowns. So huge fan of DK Metcalf starting him. Um, and I think he's so real, for him this real breakout rookie and yeah. he's great. So I'm starting him this week for yeah, sure. Especially Lockett kind of dealing with that leg injury. You know, he might not right. play as many snaps as he used to. So I like, uh, I like Metcalf and I also like Hollister as well. Interesting. Okay. So sell me on Hollister. I mean, I feel like, you don't like Hollister, and it's going to be very hard to sell. No, I'm I'm more of an Abercrombie guy. You're Jesus. That's a that's a <laughs> that's a rough joke. That one was kind of a stretch. You more Aeropostel? Yeah, I'm a. I thought it was Aeropostel. It probably is. It probably is. Uh, right. I actually used to work anyway. at Abercrombie and Fitch, so that yeah. makes that joke so even more funny. Um, so you were a model, anyway. Uh, that was the profession name. The so last two correct. weeks. The last two weeks. Jacob Hollister has had three touchdowns. I, I think they're going it, to – I don't think he's going to put up as good of numbers as he's doing in the last two weeks. I could see 30 yards and a touchdown. I don't think that's, you know, that, you know, not reasonable. I think that that was great grammar there. But I think that Hollister uh, can do all right with Lockett being limited and the Eagles defense, you know, being pretty solid, I think that Russell Wilson's going to have to turn to someone else. Yeah, no, I, I certainly see where you're coming from. Um, and it's hard to argue against. You know, he has just been so efficient and so great. The only problem is, I don't know it's sustainable. I mean, when you look at, you know, the production, my brain's telling me, well, it's going to fall off a cliff eventually because these numbers aren't these numbers aren't sustainable, especially against a good uh, defense. But it's Russell Wilson, so yeah. I mean it's it's hard to argue against. You know, I'm with you there. I'm lower on Hollister than it would be normally. Um, so you know, 
I would personally rather start Ryan Griffin this week over uh, Hollister because yeah, of the matchup. I agree with you on that one. In yeah. a more favorable in a more favorable matchup, I'd be all over Hollister. He's a breakout player uh, the second half of the season. Uh, but this week in particular, you know, I have him as a high end tight end two, low end tight end one, uh, just because his quarterback is Russell Wilson, and he's been getting it done recently. Yeah. I mean, like you said, he's had the production. I'm just afraid of when it stops, it's going to stop hard. He's just been so hyper efficient. So Hollister or Jared cook. Ouch. That's a kick in the nards. Um, Oof. I'll go Hollister. That's gross. I think Hollister is just playing better. (sighs) I think I'd go Jared cook. Ooh. All right. Yep. Yeah. That's, and that comes down to matchup. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, that's a great one. Chris Carson. I I expect to struggle this game. Um, you start him start. for sure. Absolutely start him. But the Eagles are a really good run defense. So be afraid uh, for yeah. Carson. Definitely lower your expectations. I am. I am afraid. <laughs> Chris Carson this week. Fourth, uh, Eagles have the fourth best rushing defense in the league. So, yeah, And that's here's... before they were figuring things out, like you said. Now they're figuring things out. They could be even better. So, Andrew, is that pretty high? That fourth best? Yeah, that would be pretty high. You know what else is pretty high? Josh Gordon. <laughs> Josh Gordon. Well, out of nowhere, just bringing out <laughs> Josh Gordon jokes again. Um, people might be excited to start Josh Gordon this week with no. Tyler Lockett being limited. If Tyler Lockett doesn't play, any interest in Josh Gordon? No. <laughs> okay. The tough Eagles defense, I think that Hollister is going to get more of the targets than Josh Gordon. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, moving forward, he does scare me. Um, you know, I would not ever start Josh Gordon in this offense, but I think he can siphon enough attention away from Metcalf um, because really Lockett is his own thing. He's a clear wide receiver one. And I think really it's Metcalf, um, Hollister, and Gordon who's going to be fighting for scraps. Uh, Metcalf has done a lot to, you know, really prove himself, but unfortunately, Gordon has a pretty good resume. So I think Metcalf will still be second in the pecking order behind Lockett, yeah. but I'm just really afraid Gordon's just going to start eating targets. So this week, still love Metcalf, all mm-hmm. aboard the Metcalf train. Um, but Josh Gordon, something to keep in mind. Not yeah. starting him, but I, he's enough to be an annoyance. I would. I still have faith in Metcalf until proven otherwise. Yep. I'm not going to worry until I yeah. see that happening. You there. Um, yeah, that sums up the uh, Seahawks over to the Eagles side of the ball. This is a <laughs> just a wretched, wretched combination of offensive it's a, weapons. It's a wreck. It is a wreck. Um, my heart goes out to Carson Wentz because he is working with probably the least talented wide receiver pool um, that him and Jacoby Brissett are just wallowing. They just do not have anybody to throw to. Mm-hmm. Um so let's break it down. Alshon Jeffrey is questionable with an ankle injury. If Jeffrey does play, I would play him. You know, I think he's going to be the focus of this offense. Yeah. Um, Nelson Aguilar did not practice with a, with a knee injury, but even if he does play, I'm not starting him. No, nope. uh, this is not good. Yeah. This team's going to have to run it through their uh, tight ends. So Zach Ertz, I really like this week. I'm higher than consensus on Zach mm. Ertz. He's proved it these last couple of weeks. He's returned to the, just vaulted tier of tight ends. Yeah, um, I agree with you on this one. Zach yeah. Ertz is, I think he could be a, I, I 
think top five, maybe top three this week. Yeah, no, I'm I can absolutely see that. Uh, and also Dallas Goddard. You know, he has oh, been yeah. more touchdown reliant than Ertz for sure. But they're going to need him. You know, their wide receiver one is Zach Ertz, and their wide receiver two is Dallas Goddard. So, you know, I think you start Goddard if you need a stream candidate. You know, I like him behind Ryan Griffin. I like Goddard behind Jared Cook, behind Hollister. But if you're in yeah. desperation mode, Goddard, you can do a lot worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think who else. Jordan Howard is hurt, questionable to play. Miles Sanders, you know, I'm not starting him. I don't like no. what I've seen so far. This backfield is, it's frightening. I don't like any of these weapons. And Jay Ajayi is back. Um, Jay Ajayi. Is hilarious, by the way. Yeah, he's a talented player. He is a really good running back. Uh, and he's worked in the system before. So yeah. I think, I don't think Jay Ajayi is going to be worthwhile starting on his own. I don't think Miles Sanders is going to be worthwhile starting on their own. And if Howard plays, I don't think he's worthwhile starting on his own. I think they're all going to eat into each other. So I think it's a hands-off situation. Yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, Miles Sanders will get most of the the workload. We saw that uh, when they played the Patriots. But I just don't have any any confidence in this Eagles run game anymore. Plus, they're going up against the Seahawks rushing defense, which are the 12th best in the league. Uh, They will be missing Jadavion Clowney, so that should make things a little easier. It should make it slightly easier, but... I, I still don't have a lot of faith in this rushing game. So Yeah, and I do want to bring up one other thing. Uh, I believe with all my heart this Philadelphia Eagles defense will be winning people leagues. So this week, not a good That's matchup to start the Eagles. Yeah. Um, but I am picking them up everywhere I can. After the Seahawks, they face Miami, who's oh given up the most points to defenses. Yeah. New York Giants, third most. And then Washington, sixth most. Oh, that is a glorious three-game stretch. And this Eagles defense has really put it together. Um, you know, I think this is a mean Eagles defense. They looked really good. I, I'd be starting them. You know, they they shut down Tom Brady last week. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I really like the Eagles defense. I cannot tell you enough. I think they're going to be a league winner, and they're widely available. Um, so now that they're healthy, now that, you know, this team's having to adjust how they play. So I like the defense, can't beat the matchups. If you have a roster spot, you can burn. Like I said, I dropped Curtis Samuel. You know, he was kind of my upside play before the season. I don't need an upside play anymore. You know, we I have my starters. I know what I have in Samuel. Yeah, He's not going to help me on my bench. The Eagles, they will help me. So get prepared for the playoffs. Yeah, decisions you'll have to make. Uh, Seahawks facing Eagles. Give me Seahawks. the Seahawks. Yep. Thank you for interrupting me. Next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Anytime, taking man. on the Atlanta Falcons. Starting with the Buccaneers, famous Jameis is just a. He's playing for. He, he's auditioning for a new team next year. I don't expect him to be back with the Buccaneers. Jameis is not looking good. This is just a sad situation. Um, Jameis does get yards. He just throws horrible, horrible picks. I'm not streaming Winston. Uh, As far as his receiving options, you're starting Evans. You are starting Chris Godwin. Godwin. You're not starting Howard because I don't even think the Buccaneers are starting Howard. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, Cameron Brake, though. 
I'd be tempted to start Cameron Bright. You know, he was just drowned in targets last week. Uh, I believe he had 14 or I think he had 15 targets last week. I think 15. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. So, you know, I'd be tempted to start Cameron Bright uh, as a high end tight end too. But yeah, weird situation uh, with the passing options are just locked and loaded. You you don't even need to worry about should I start him or sit him. Running game is a little more hairy. Peyton Barber, did nothing last week, but he scored the touchdown. Uh, Ronald Jones, you know, was more involved than Barber, but didn't score the touchdown. So you're heavily disappointed. But last week they got buried early um, by, I believe it was the Saints they played Saints. last week. Yep. So Saints. they got buried early and they were in catch up mode. Um, so, you know, I do like Ronald Jones this week. I think he has a, I think he has a chance to be a really solid play this week. Um, yeah. I think he is a low-end RB2. It's just that weird workload. You know, he, mm-hmm. fortunately, I like his percentage ownership of this backfield. Last week was ugly, but I think that was, you know, an unfortunate circumstance. I think he's a low-end RB2 this week. Yeah, and if you want to talk about weird, you can talk about the Falcons rushing defense. So they... um I guess I should just say the Falcons defense as a whole. So it looks on paper, it looks like a good matchup because the Falcons rushing defense, they're the 19th best. That's kind of middle of the pack. Um, I am very worried though, because in the last two games, they've only given up 12 points in the last two games against the saints and the Panthers. So I'm, I'm very, I'm slightly worried. I should say about, uh, about the Buccaneers this week. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'd say more than slightly. Uh, I think the, Falcons defense is a really good stream this week. Um, and I'm streaming them in a, a couple leagues, mm-hmm. mostly because of Jameis. But no, I think this <laughs> is true. a somewhat fearsome defense right now. So they just I mean, stepped it up somehow. Yeah. The pass catchers are still elite. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be a barn burner. Um, even though this defense is good, you know, they're going to catch, they're, they're going to get interceptions from Jameis. So I'm not yeah. starting Jameis, but. I think I'm starting everybody else. <laughs> Cameron Bray, like I said, him, yeah. is a high-end tight end too. But Evans, starting with confidence. Godwin, yep. starting with confidence. Ronald, uh, I would say confidence. But yeah, yeah, you're starting him. I mean, you like the opportunity for sure. So yeah, as weird as it might feel, those are the options. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Falcon side of the ball, Matt Ryan, this could easily be his best game of the season. Oh, I'm so excited for him this season. Yeah, it's it's drool worthy. Oh sorry, this game said this season, but <laughs> not been an exciting season for him. But yeah, they're yeah. going up against the second worst passing defense in the league in the Buccaneers. So I think that everyone can have a field day. Julio Jones, if he plays, he is oh, questionable. He should, yeah, he should play. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Kelvin Ridley. Yeah, I think Ridley is a top ten play this week. Uh huh. Yep. All the attention will be on Jones, so I think Ridley can get. 100 plus and a touchdown, hopefully. Yeah, no, I can really see that uh, as well. Um, as far as run game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a really good run defense. And even mm-hmm. if they didn't, I'd be frightened of starting Brian Hill. Uh, Brian yeah. Hill got a great workload last week. <laughs> just was not very good with it. Um, you know, unfortunately, he just got vultured uh, in the end zone. So I do like Brian Hill, you know, going forward, honestly. I, I think he's going to have a Pretty good opportunities moving forward. Yeah, that's what against the Buccaneers, I'm not taking that shot. It ain't happening. No, I agree with you there. 
Um, yeah, Austin Hooper is not in the picture anymore, so don't need to waste any time on that. Any interest in, what's his name, Gage? The uh, wide receiver three for the Falcons offense. Um, Ryan Gage, no. I believe. You know, he had a good game last week. He yeah. has shown some, some pretty good talent, but I I wouldn't want to start the third option. You know, there's a really good chance he does go off this week because the Buccaneers are that bad, but I'm not, I'm not going to roll those dice. Yeah, it, it's just like earlier in the year, if you said any interest in Mohamed Sanu, I would say not really. There's a chance he can do good, but I don't feel confident starting him at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, Falcons versus Buccaneers. This one feels Falcons. weird because you just, you really never know what the Buccaneers are going to do. Or the Falcons, honestly. Yeah, both but of these teams the are just huge wild cards. Yeah. You can go different. Pick against me if I you could. want. I could. I'm not going to die in this hill. Give me the Falcons. Yeah, that's a smart move. Give me the that's dirty a, bird. That's a smart move. Next up, we have the Broncos taking on the Buffalo Bills. I like to mock the Broncos, and I yeah. love the Bills. I think, unfortunately, this is going to be a pretty, very low-scoring game. It's going to be intense. It's going to be intense. Yeah. Um, you know, these are both really solid defenses, honestly, mm-hmm. and I think the way you beat both of these teams is on the ground. So, you know, starting with the Broncos side of the ball, Philip Lindsay is questionable with a, I believe it's a wrist injury. Yeah. Um, so uh, foot, I think it's foot injury. Okay, yeah, I think There's it also two might very, very I think, opposite. I think it might also be wrist. I do want to yeah. say. Um, so it sounds like he's dealing with multiple injuries, uh, but he is expected to play. You know, he did practice today. He looks like he's on track. If Phil Lindsay does start, he's getting the workload. I like it. If he starts, I think he's a running back too. These Bills have been beatable on the ground. Yeah, uh, especially when your quarterback is a no name with the last name of Allen. Brandon Allen, that's his name. I forget every week, and I'm not working hard to remember that because next week, <laughs> next season I'll be thought, learning a new name. I thought you were just like making fun of him, but he actually forgot his name. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's a combination of both. Yeah, my brain does not care enough to remember that. Yeah, um, surprisingly, Brandon Allen not bad, but he's not good enough to carry a team. Definitely not yeah. fantasy relevant. So. Not bad is the best compliment he's ever been paid. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, Philip Lindsay I actually do like quite a bit this week. Um, despite the injuries, if he does play, I think he has a chance yeah. to be really Seems good. Like he is going to play. Um, as far as receiving options, you know, the only person I'd be contemplating, uh, you know, I'll give you two. First off, two. Noah Fant. I'm okay. going to skip on that because this yeah, is a good too. Bills defense. I think there's other streamers. Um, even though fans been pretty good recently, I'd still, yeah. I'd still go, you know, Ryan Griffin. There, Hall. There's better options this yeah. week than Noah Fant. Um, you know, Cortland Sutton is the real question mark. He torched oh, the Vikings man. last week, but <laughs> Xavier Rhodes is bad. Um, garbage. This week he gets a really tough matchup with Tredavious White. Uh, and honestly, I think Tredavious White gets the dub. Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting Sutton. It feels gross. I know how good he is, but he's going to get the blanket treatment. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting Sutton. Um, you know, somebody's going to need to put up yards through the air this week, but I don't think it's going to be Sutton. I, I can't see it being anyone. I yeah. can't. It's so hard to picture any Broncos receiver getting 50 plus yards this game. I mean, Tredavious White, in my opinion, is, uh, 
uh, second best corner in the game. I think that Stefan Gilmore wow. is the best, but I think more than that Jalen Ramsey, more than Jalen Ramsey. I think Jalen Ramsey is third, but we can go into that rankings wow. on a different day. Top five, top five. Um, you want me to name my top five? No, I don't care what you're oh, talking about. I'm okay, just saying, he's, saying he's, he's I'm saying Trey Davis White's Got top it. five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely one of the best. We, we'll just stick with that. Um, and I think that his experience over Cortland Sutton is just uh, – that's going to be the story of the game. So I bench Sutton, and I think, honestly, I, yeah, Lindsay's the only one I feel comfortable starting. No Royce Freeman, none of that. Agreed. Uh, over to the Bills side of the ball. You know – I think these teams are really weird. Actually, I'll say it this way. I think these teams are the same, except the Bills have a quarterback. <laughs> um, That's yeah. not that far off. No, I mean, Sutton, John Brown. Wow. Uh, great defense. Royce Freeman. Chris Harris, Tredavious White. Um, so very, very similar teams. So for the Bills, you know, I, I am oh, worried crazy. for Josh Allen. I think he'll still be solid. Um, he's going to have 15 plus fantasy football points no matter yeah, what. I, I think he's going to run the ball a lot this game. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily project that, uh, but I think he's a high end QB two this week. Uh, it is a tough matchup, but he does have a pretty high floor. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as his receiving options, John Brown, I am really afraid for this week. He's got a really tough matchup against Chris Harris. Um, yeah, you know, it, it feels gross. I I can see where this is the week his streak is broken of 50-plus yards. Oh, it's going to suck. Because oh, I no. am a optimist, I'm going to project him for 51 yards this week, but I no think that's if he's lucky. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no. One, one reception, 51 yards. He no, is absolutely else. bench-worthy, and I'm contemplating yep. that in all of my leagues because I own him everywhere in all um, of your leagues. But yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's problematic. He's going to be involved. He is supremely talented. Okay. Maybe not supremely talented. He's very talented. He's, skills. he's, I think he's the 15th or 14th best receiver in football this year, which is awesome. Um, but I yeah, no, I check right. He now. is he's right 13th. on. He's 13th best. That's 13th, awesome. Yep. He's on the cusp. So, you know, I think you can go either way. I'm probably going to end up starting him because I love me some John Brown, but yeah. I would, I'm worried about him this week. Yep. I think that he's more borderline than Corlin Sutton. I think that. Yes. Yeah. I'd be more willing to start John Brown this week yeah. uh, than Corlin Sutton. I agree on that, but it's don't expect much. Yeah. Andrew, have you re upped your medication? No. Not for your diabetes. It. I still got it. <laughs> Beasles. <laughs> oh, I still have that too. Yeah, I, I know got, you still have diabetes. Yep. I got a little bit of the Beasles still. <laughs> but a it's whole lot away. of the diabetes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you had to move so far back from your mic to laugh. I still, he let me down last week. He only got four receptions for 38 yards. That's not great. I was hoping he would get another touchdown in there. Um, but I think that, like you said, it's a tough matchup for John Brown. I think that um, they might have to look elsewhere, and hopefully Beasles, Beasley, uh, for that matter, should be there. I don't, I wouldn't expect a uh, top performance. I think that you can see, kind of similar to last week, four receptions, thirty-eight yards, and it'll be a toss-up if he gets a touchdown. Yeah, no, I'm just shocked you love Cole Beasley so much. He's, He's the great. same to me as he always will be and always has He's been, even with great. the Cowboys. He's 38 yards 
And if he gets a touchdown, there's like a one in three chance he's going to score a touchdown. Yeah. Um, if, he, if he gets a touchdown, then yeah, you're happy that you started him. That's not so, the kind of player I want. Um, so I'm not starting Cole Beasley this week, but uh, I love I, your optimism. I'm very hesitant to. I probably wouldn't, honestly. Um, but I could see if you wanted to. I wouldn't. I'm not going to argue against starting. <laughs> I will argue against it. Don't start yeah, Cole Beasley. You, you can argue for me. Um, Dawson Knox is an interesting tight end streamer this week. Uh, I think Josh Allen will have to throw it somewhere. Uh, and mm-hmm. if uh, Beasley's not doing it, and if Brown's not doing it, I think Knox has an opportunity. And Knox has really kind of broken out the second half of the season. I'm yeah. really excited for Knox next season. Um, just, you know, there's a huge learning curve with tight ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a worthwhile stream. I think he's definitely, I think he's right up there with Dallas Goddard. Um, that's how I feel about him. Uh, okay. Worthwhile. I mean, he's I had think, a good two games. Yeah, he's had a good two games, and I think this is a matchup that favors uh, them featuring their tight end. So I think he could have a pretty solid game here as well. As far as the run game, Broncos are a solid run defense. You know, they're more exploitable on the ground uh, than they are <laughs> through the air. So yeah. I like Singletary this week. Like I said, it is a tough matchup. Um, however, I think you start him. You know, he's... Yep. He's looked great. He's averaging over six yards per carry. You know, he's spectacular. You know, he's, he's got the juice. So, you know, I do expect them to use Gore a little bit more. He's a, I think he, I think Frank Gore only needs 40 something yards to beat Barry Sanders on the all time list. Jeez. Uh, he also has like a decade more of NFL experience than Barry Sanders did. Um, yeah, but I I think they're going to use Gore a little more than normal. But I think Singletary should still be the primary ball carrier. Um, and if he's getting the work, you know, ride the lightning. I I think he can get it done. So I have him as a low end RB two this week. But we've seen his speed. We've seen what he can do. I like his chance this week. Yeah, it it's very similar to the Broncos. I mean, these teams are so similar. I I, I have Lindsey and Singletary both on that same level. Yeah, I would have Lindsey ranked higher than Singletary this week. Um, less time. Uh, better workload, and the matchup time. is better, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, no, I, these are two very similar teams. It's going to be funny to see how they play it. It's going to be a good game, not a good fantasy game. Yeah, I think that's a good way of saying it. Um, give me the Bills. Bills as well. My heart wants my heart wants yeah buffalo bills the next game we have is the pittsburgh steelers taking on the Bengals. let's break down the Bengals first i am have to it's gonna be pretty quick okay joe mixon did you start him yeah i'd start him he's been great you know he's they are really funneling it through him they're gonna get points i don't think there's anybody else on this team that can no tyler boyd no Auden tate I'm not Tyler Eifert, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, more so than Trey Burton. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I guess if you want to put it that way. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's Joe Mixon. That's enough said. Over to the Steelers. Everybody's questionable. Juju Smith-Schuster is not going to play. Um, yep. James Conner is not playing. I do like Jalen Samuels a lot in a PPR league and a half PPR league. He's heavily involved in the passing game. So I think he's a solid RB2 in a PPR league. Yeah. Uh, I would put him, I mean, obviously if Connor's out, he's a must start. Connor is out. But, but Connor is yep. officially out? He's officially okay. out. I think he's a must start then. Yeah, I think he's a must start. Yeah. Um, you know, he's going to be involved. He's not that great 
on the ground, but I think you start Samuels with confidence. Well, if there's any week for him to improve his ground game, it should be against <laughs> the worst rushing defense in the NFL in the Cincinnati Bengals. You know what? That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, any interest in any of the receivers with Juju Smith being out? No. James Washington is the only one I would take a shot on, and even that is very low on my list. Yeah, he's he's the ultimate desperation wide receiver this week, I think. Yeah, I dig it. Anybody else you feel is worth mentioning? No, that's that was pretty quick. That was nice and easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. There's no way the Bengals are going to win a game this season. Next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Tennessee Titans. Good game here. This is a good game. This is going to be a tricky one to call. Um, You know, we'll start with the Titans because I hate them. Derrick Henry, you're starting him. Great game. Anybody else? I'm curious to hear Mm -hmm. how you feel about the Titans. I think the Titans are a good football team. They're not a good fantasy. Yeah. They don't have a lot of good fantasy players. So I think that Derrick Henry is really the only one um, that's going to put in fantasy work. Uh, They're going up against the 29th best rushing defense in the league. Um, And the Jaguars have a good secondary. So I think that, I mean, not as good as when they had Jalen Ramsey, but I think that Derrick Henry is going to be the only good performer out of the Titans. And I think that Tannehill is going to, okay i dig it over to the jaguar side of the ball welcome back nick uh as in nick Foles, quarterback for the jaguars um i'm excited to see what this jaguar team can do against a pretty yeah. good defense um i think nick Foles is a mid-tier qb2 this week mm-hmm. um starting dj chark he's a locked oh and loaded gosh. must start Every single yeah, week. Absolutely. Leonard Fournette, I'm a little more concerned of, uh, or concerned for, rather. Yeah. Um, he put up a little bit of a stinker last week. He was not effective, was not good, didn't score. Mm-hmm. I think there's a solid chance he gets shut down this week. I I mean, I think that he's not going to put up his best weeks. Like, I, I think that it's going to be an okay performance. I don't think he's benchable yet. If that's what you're saying. Oh God, no, he's not okay. benchable. I don't know. No, where that's you're ridiculous. Going. Here, don't here's ex- what I'm yeah. projecting. Okay, I'm projecting 80 yards, no touchdown. Fournette is one of those weird players that that's pretty reasonable. I don't know uh, what's wrong with him, but he's just a really he's a kind of like Cam Newton. He's an emotional player, so when things are bad, he's stuck in the bad. I think he's still stuck in the bad from last week. I think he's. Mm. I think he's just going to decline, honestly, rest of season. So I'm not all that excited for for him. I could be absolutely wrong. He could have 200 yards and a touchdown. Um, but personally, against this, I think, pretty tough Titans defense. Yeah, um, I, defense. I think Fournette's going to finish with like 80 yards, no touchdown. I think he struggles. But DJ Chark is a stud. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, D.D. Westbrook, I'm not interested in. This Titans nope. team does have not a really good pass defense. Yeah. Anybody else? No, there's, there's, I mean, I'm not interested in any of the tight ends. No other wide receivers. That's really about it. Yeah. Um, I really I hate the Titans. So give I'm me the Jaguars. The I'm picking the Titans. Let's go. You're, All you're right. probably be right. This is the team that I hate the most. So there's, a, awesome. there's a good chance that you win that one. Brendan, we got a split decision. Yeah, I, I heard you. I am going with the Titans this week. Hey. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. I just hate the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. No matter what I pick on the Titans, I'll be wrong. So I love how you hate all the teams that I'm really liking this season. The Raiders, the Titans. It's almost like I hate you. The 40. Whoa. 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 I've said it a lot. The only person that I hate as much as I love is you. So yeah. I hate you so much. That also means I love you so much. So. Yeah. You hate how much you love me. That's another way of saying that. I also love how much I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, next up, we have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the New England Patriots on the Cowboys side of the ball. There's a lot of playmakers against a really good defense. I'm curious to see how it goes. Starting with Cooper. Cooper is a little bit of a pooper. Uh, he's playing yeah. hurt. You know, he's playing for a new contract, so I think he's pushing himself a little harder than he would be normally. I think he struggles not only because he's hobbled, but because he's going up against Stefan Gilmore. The best corner in the game. It's Arguably Stephon the Gilmore. best corner in yeah. the game. Um, Prove, changed my mind. Stefan Gilmore is the best corner in the game. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not excited about Cooper this week. I don't think you bench him, um, but I think he's probably puts up wide receiver three numbers. Yeah. Um, but he has that, he has that upside, which is why you're starting him. Uh, Michael Gallup is an interesting person to choose um, because yes, the Patriots are fantastic, um, but he's a great player. And with, I'm assuming the attention is going to be on Cooper. Do you see Gallup or Cobb for that matter, putting up a decent stat line? Um, I, I see Gallup putting up a decent stat line. I do not see Cobb though. I can see, like you said, all eyes are going to be on Cooper. I can see Gallup stepping it up. I just don't think Cobb is good enough at this point in his career to to be a, a reliable receiver against a good defense. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to start anybody on this team uh, as yeah. far as receiving options. It's, so, it's a tough match. Yeah, Cooper, you're starting because you have to. Gallup, yep. I think, is a, a flex at best this week just because of the matchup. But he has game-breaking ability. Cobb, I'm not starting. Witten, nope. I'm not starting. Nope. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, you're starting because he's he's a stud. Yeah. You know, I think he has a tough matchup, and I think he could let you down with a Fournette-like stat line. But you're starting him. I think the biggest question is Dak. You know, do you start Dak against the Patriots? In my opinion, you do. You yep. dance with a girl you brought to the. You dance with a girl who got you there. I think that's there the you same. go. There um, you go. So he's too good. Yeah, he's to he's on fire. He, if he's who you rolled with up to this point, I think you go with Dak. Yep, I agree with yeah, you there. Definitely lower your expectations, but you know, fortunately, Dak is mobile on the ground as well as he's a good passer. So yep. I think he, I think he does enough to get you to get it done. I think he's a, a top fifteen quarterback, so he won't kill your team. But I don't think he'll have one of his best games of the season. No, yeah, definitely not top five. Might not even finish. Eh, you could finish low in top ten, but. Uh, over to the Patriots side of the ball. They are coming off a pretty questionable win. They did not perform well last week. And mm-hmm. Brady's pretty ticked off, which honestly makes me give the win to the Patriots automatically. Yeah. Um, and then Tom Brady said this week that he hated the pa- or hated the Cowboys right out of the womb. Weird thing to say, but That's funny. it's pretty funny. So he's, funny. he's stoking the fire. So I'm excited to see that. Um, Tom Brady, I'm not starting in fantasy football. He just really hasn't showed it on the field this season. Um, but I think he's, he's going to beat this Cowboy team. Uh, I'm starting Julian Edelman. 
he's a game breaker. He's a stud. He gets it done. Edelman's an touchdown. He can throw a touchdown. Yeah, he can get it done in any which way. Sony Michelle, I'm I'm worried oh. about. Uh, I think he is flexed just because of his opportunity in the offense, but mm-hmm. not certainly not one you feel good about. No, I think I'd like James White just slightly better um, mm-hmm. this week just because the Cowboys have a pretty solid rushing defense. Actually, a pretty good defense overall. But I don't expect a big game from either of those two. Yeah, and Mohamed Sanu is questionable with an ankle injury. So so that would affect how effective the air attack is. Um, yeah. This is a hard team to project right now because you know they're going to get it done. You just don't know don't how. Exactly, <laughs> um, yeah. So Edelman, you're starting with confidence. Michelle, you're starting reluctantly. Tom Brady, you are letting either sit on your bench or on waivers. Yep. Anybody else I'm missing? I, I honestly think that's it. Uh, Dorsett, he's he, the issue is he's questionable, um, but he yeah. should, it sounds like he's going to play. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to start him. Uh, like you said, the Cowboys are a really good defense, so I yeah. I don't think there's going to be enough of the pie to go around. Um, are you starting the Patriots defense? No. It's in Foxborough. It is in Foxborough. And it will say they're it... coming off of a bye, um, so that extra time for the Patriots. Ooh. No, they're not coming off of a bye. No, no, just a they, they had a bye last week. It's yeah, the, yeah. Um, but it's in Foxborough, and that that is a hard matchup. I mean, and I, I, even more than that, I think this is the most interesting game of the week because if the Cowboys win, they are a legitimate team. You know, they're yeah. a team to be respected. Up mm-hmm. to this point, you know, they lost against the 49ers. They lost against the Packers. Packers, yeah. This is not a team anybody respects. You know, they have the weapons, but when you think of the elite teams in the NFL, they're not one of them. You know, they're, they're on the outside, they're on the outside looking in. And I think they know that. So, you know, this is going to be a really fun game to watch. Um, They are going to do, obviously do whatever they can to win. This is a football game, but yeah, I think this game has a little extra chutzpah attached to it. There you go. Um, I wouldn't start the defense though. I think that, that the Cowboys offense is good enough to, put up some major points. So. Yeah, I wouldn't say major points. I no, can I'm not gonna say 20, 20 plus. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think the Patriots defense, I'd still, I'd start the Patriots defense. They're in Foxborough. It, it wouldn't be the worst. Um, and Dak Prescott's been known to make mistakes. You know, they've, yeah. you know, they've been beat by the Jets. So, you know, I, I, I'd still start the Patriots defense. Mm-hmm. Um, these two teams, I'll take the Patriots. Yep, Patriots as well. Oh, oh I thought, as it thought is I was going to get you on that one. Oh, I, I mean, jerk. I come on, do it. Do it. Use your heart. Oh, you're a baby. No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next up, we have the Green Bay Packers taking on the San Francisco 49ers. This will be an, a really interesting game uh, for a couple I'm reasons. Excited. I'm nervous for it. Um, yeah. I'll, we'll start with the Packers side of the ball. Devonte Adams was limited in practice, but he was cleared to play today. So he should be all systems go. Uh, mm-hmm. he's playing at less than hundred percent because he has a turf toe injury that doesn't just go away. He'll be dealing with that for the rest of the season, especially after they win the Super Bowl. Um, but wow. I, even in a tough matchup, you're starting Devonte Adams. He's a back end yeah. wide receiver one this week. <sighs> When it comes to other receiving options, I'm not interested. It's going to be the Devonte Adams show, in my opinion. I'm not starting Jimmy Graham. 
I'm trying to think how else I want to break this down. You know, they... This is a really tough matchup, and historically we've struggled against the 49ers. Um, so running game, you're starting Aaron Jones. I'm not starting Jamal Williams. No, no. So actually, this will be pretty easy. I'm starting Aaron Jones. I'm starting Devontae Adams. That's Aaron Rodgers, you know what? There's a legitimate what? case to be made to start him. Start uh, your studs. Uh, Andrew, let me explain yeah. myself. I mean, it, you it, start your studs is pretty correct. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a top 10 quarterback this season. Andrew, so. do you want to hear a sad story? Uh, Sure. So earlier this year. Okay. You know, I was just sick of Aaron Rodgers. He disappointed yeah. me. I thought I had I a better matchup, so I benched him. And he <laughs> played the Raiders. He yeah. had, and I got burned because I did not start my stud. I lost my yeah. confidence. I thought but, I found a better matchup. Here's another sad story for you. Okay. Last night, I started Jacoby Brissett over Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Because statistically, it should it should have worked out. The way you beat the Texans is through the air. Houston's defense was just getting torched. His biggest game of the season was against the Texans. So I started Jacoby wow. Brissett over Aaron Rodgers because I thought there was I more mean, upside with Brissett. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but looking back, I, I I don't blame you for making oh, that decision. Oh, God, no. I had every reason in the world to yeah. go that way. But, but because Brissett I, was not good, this is going to yeah. be the week Aaron Rodgers goes for 50 points. I don't think so. I don't think so. You made that <laughs> argument – you know when you put up five touchdowns against the against the Raiders, but that was against the Raiders. Yeah, no, yeah, I. We're talking. I'm mostly best, joking. Um, passing defense. He's gonna get 18 points at least. If you're okay with 18 points from your quarterback, go yeah. for it. I wasn't, so that's why I went with Brissett, who I thought was a safe, uh, at least 20. Didn't turn yeah, out that way, but uh. yeah, if you want 18 fantasy football points from your quarterback, start Aaron Rodgers. I I don't know. 18's a a stretch, man. For Aaron Rodgers, that's like yeah. what two touchdowns and three hundred yards. That's a stretch. Get okay. It's against the 49ers. It's the best quarterback to ever play the game. No, the 49ers have allowed the second fewest fantasy hey. points to quarterback this oh. season. Uh, okay, tell me this: who's a better quarterback, Kyler Murray or Aaron freaking Rodgers? Don't answer me. It's Aaron Rodgers. Are we talking about Kyler, this week? Kyler, Kyler Murray's not this high. week. Kyler Murray torched this 49ers defense twice. So it's a very hard matchup. I agree with you. I don't think he has the same upside he usually has, but he can put up at least 18 points on this 49ers defense, and I'm willing to bet with you. I'll take that bet. So you don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to have at least 18 points? I mean, it's possible, but I don't. I don't think it's. You are an analyst. Take a stand. I think he's gonna score fifteen points. Okay, so less than eighteen. Yep. That, thank you for breaking that down for me. Uh huh. That is a bet, and I'm excited to see you fail. Um. Yeah. So you heard it here. If you want at least eighteen points, start Aaron Rodgers. Lower oh, ceiling than normal. We've talked way too long about this situation. Over to the 49ers side of the ball. You're starting Tevin Coleman. The Packers are a very generous defense to running backs. You're starting Coleman with confidence. Jimmy G, I think, can have a pretty solid game, honestly. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders did not practice Thursday. He is questionable, and I'm not all that certain he plays. 
But Debo Samuel, I think he is doubtful with a shoulder injury. If he plays, I think he can have a good game. He's be good. Yeah. Jimmy G, I'm not tempted to stream him this week. Um, you know, he just has too many injured weapons. You know, I think they're going to try to beat yeah. the Packers by running the ball and controlling the clock. Uh, yep, I agree. With you. Matt Burita did not practice Thursday, uh, and he did not practice today uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. So he is he's looking, he's considered doubtful. He's yeah. not confirmed out, but he is doubtful. So it should be the Tevin Coleman show. Uh, and that's worthwhile to start against this mm-hmm. wretched Green Bay Packer run defense. I agree with you there. Uh, Kittle is questionable for the game this weekend. If Kittle plays, you're starting him with confidence. If he does not play, you are obviously not starting him. Any Anything I miss? Not, not really. I mean, yeah, you kind of summed it up there. I, yeah, that's really about it. Debo Samuel's really the only person if he plays that I feel comfortable starting for the receiving core for the Niners. Yeah, Andrew, I'm guessing you're going to take the 49ers? 49ers because they have the best passing defense. I love it. Give me the Packers, you SOB. Brendan. Ooh, this is a tough matchup. And my heart's telling me to go against the Packers, so I think that's what I'm going to follow. I'm there you go. the 49ers. Listen to your heart. Man, go Brendan, the you, nine and one you and I have not 49ers. been on the same wavelength today. No, we Listen. have not. There's one more game. There- Oh, I need one reason, man. It's oh, frustrating. Yeah, this this game. <laughs> Do you say nine and one for a reason? Yeah. Aren't the Packers nine and one? No. What? No, the Packers are not nine and one. Get... They're eight and two, dude. Are they really? Yeah. Oh no, that's right. The Chargers. <laughs> they should be undefeated because that Eagles game was. Oh, no, they shouldn't. Oh man, that's right. I to- I actually blocked the Chargers game from my memory. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're well, picking a team that lost to the Chargers to beat the 9-1-49. Oh god, that's gross. Anyway, uh, our final game we're previewing today is the Ravens taking on the Rams. Let's keep it quick. Ravens. It's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, you're starting Lamar Jackson. Start. Yeah. Uh, even against a tough defense, you're starting. Uh-huh. Mark Ingram, you're starting. He should yep. be a solid RB2 once again. Anybody else? Mark Andrews, you're starting because he's a stud. Don't expect much. Yeah. Anybody else? That's it. Uh, on the Rams side of the ball, Todd Gurley should be the focal point of this offense. This Ravens is a stellar defense, and they should be terrorizing Jared Goff all day. So I do expect them it's to feature Todd Gurley. I think they're going to run him into the ground. Um, Goff, I'm not starting. I'm not streaming. Cup. I have lower expectations than normal. I think he's a wide receiver two this week. Um, not starting Woods. He is expected nope. to play. Brandon Cooks is expected to be back. I'm not playing him. Not Gerald him. Everett, I love him rest of season. I think he's stash worthy. He has yeah. fantastic matchups in the next three weeks. But this week, it is not a good matchup. So if you, you own there. him, bench him. If you don't own him, don't try to get him. There you go. Well said. Boom. This is an easy one. It's an easy one. <sighs> Damn it. Yeah. Give me the Ravens. I'm going to Ravens as well. God, it's gross. Obviously. Split decision. We're going to have to figure that out. Oh, well, no. We just do the uh, just do the tiebreaker. I, I need more time to decide because I feel okay. like I'm not good at that. We'll do the tiebreaker off, off, uh, off, air. Yeah, uh, off air. Let's that's... end the 
podcast with our weekly yays and nays. I got really into it this week. So I'll start okay. with my yays. Um, and Andrew, I'm just going to go through all three of mine first. So instead you know, of going... You know, we might as well just do that. Okay. Like yeah. I said. Just, just a good idea. <laughs> thanks, thanks for agreeing with me, Jerk. Yeah. So no I kind of did it levels of how comfortable I am with it. So okay. the people I'm most certain of descending to a little more risky plays. So the person I'm feeling most confident in of my list is Jarvis Landry versus Miami. There's a lot of reasons. First off, revenge game. That's That feels good to the heart. Uh, secondly, pass production. Landry scored in three straight games, heavily involved. And I'm projecting Baker Mayfield to have a great day. You know, if I'm projecting Baker Mayfield to be a streamer this week, and if I project him to do well, He's, it's going to go somewhere. I think Jarvis Landry gets a lot of that. He has 40 targets in the last four games. That much opportunity Ooh. against the Miami defense should lead Jeez. to success. Yeah. The next player on my list, Ryan Griffin versus Oakland. He is great against positive matchups. So teams that are bottom half tight ends. Uh, for example, against Dallas, he had 8.8 points. So hey, let me... Try to think of another way to say that. But yeah, 8.8 points. Against Jacksonville, he had 20 points. Miami, five, not as good. But Washington, 16.9. There was so much hype surrounding Hurden. Now that he's out of the picture, it's the Griffin show. Uh, he's not physically frightening, uh, but his involvement in the offense is great. Oakland is the third most generous matchup against tight ends. I expect Darnold to have a great day. And I think Griffin is going to be a pretty big factor in that. The most risky, in my opinion, my yay of the week, is Latavius Murray versus the Carolina Panthers. I do want to say, as a flex, I'm not more excited than that, but I expect the Saints to steamroll the Panthers uh, in on their home turf. Uh, and with a big lead, I do expect Kamara to have an amazing game. Last week, Latavius Murray got 10 carries. Um, he only had like 40-something yards, so nothing too impressive. However, against a more generous defense, um, yeah, I think he's going to have more than 10 touches in this game. I think he's going to be able to get a lot done. You know, I think they're going to run it like crazy. Kamara will get his. Murray should be involved as well. And Carolina has been crushed by running backs. Uh, These are a couple teams that just absolutely destroyed Carolina on the ground. Last week, Atlanta had two. They got... Brian Hill got vultured twice, but they gave up two touchdowns to running backs last week. Green Bay destroyed Carolina on the ground. Derrick Henry and the Titans crushed them on the ground. Tevin Coleman crushed them on the ground. So, you know, these are teams that destroyed, you know, the Panthers on the ground. This is a beatable, beatable run defense. Alvin Kamara is a clear number one. There should be enough scraps for Latavius Murray to be a flex with a pretty huge opportunity. All right. Those are some good ones. You're right. Some very good ones. Thank you. Um, we got my first yay of the week is going to be your favorite <clears throat> quarterback, Derek Carr. Derek Carr going up against the 21st best uh, passing defense in the league in the New York Jets. Uh, Derek Carr scored 19 or more fantasy points in three out of the last four games. Oakland Raiders are on a three-game winning streak. The Jets uh, have a really good running defense, so I think they're going to need to throw the ball a lot. 
Um, Jets defense averaging more than 270 passing yards per game. So I think that Derek Carr uh, should should be very good stream option. Um, my next yay of the week, um, who I feel like I've been putting a lot, uh, I'm putting him a lot in my yays over the last couple weeks is Calvin Ridley. Uh, he's going up against, I think, what are they the worst or are they are they the second worst? They're the second worst secondary uh, in the league in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I think that with the the streak that the Falcons are having right now. Um, I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game like we talked about before. It's going to be a barn burner. Um, with all eyes on Julio Jones, I think Calvin Ridley can get 100-plus and a touchdown. Uh, and then my final yay of the week is Darius Geis. Uh, we talked about him a lot earlier. Uh, they're going up against the, the Detroit Lions, um, and their rushing defense is the 24th best in the league, so that's a pretty solid matchup there. Uh, with Adrian Peterson questionable, dealing with an injury, um, guys should pr- have a good week. I think that you know he he had a decent week last week when they split time. I think he's going to get more of the load this week. Uh, I think that he's a pretty solid flex option. I dig it, my friend. Uh, over to the nay category. Uh, I'll start with Saquon Barkley against the Philadelphia Ooh. Eagles. Now that sounds gross. It doesn't feel good. Last year was amazing for Saquon Barkley. This is not that year. Um, You know, like I said earlier in this episode, he's only faced two top defenses this year, uh, and he was abysmal in both of them. Uh, He, like I said, he had 37 total yards against Tampa Bay, no defense or no touchdown, and 31 total yards against the Jets, no touchdown. Um, You know, he's playing less than 100%, and I think his play has suffered because of that. Chicago is a borderline top 10 run defense, and I think they win that fight this week. All right. Um, My first name is Brian Hill. So I'm sticking with the Falcons here. Uh, They're going up against, obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like I said before. Um, The Buccaneers are the second worst passing defense, but they are the second best rushing defense. So I do not expect a lot from the unproven Brian Hill taking over for Devonta Freeman. I feel like that's like the free space on a bingo. That just any team just playing the Buccaneers. Like not even worth Brian Hill against the Buccaneers. Boo. Well, I mean, he's got the opportunity. It's like Kalen Balage. I mean, he's rosterable. I should just pick a coach. I don't think he's gonna have a very good fantasy football day. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Well, yeah. Brian. I mean, Brian Hill's roster rosterable, and like we talked about, Andy Reid is just not gonna get many rushing yards. Andy Reid. Uh-huh. But maybe Brian Hill <laughs> could be better later on, but not against the Buccaneers who give up the uh, third fewest fancy points to running backs. I think Andy Reid and Brian Hill are gonna have pretty similar stat lines. <laughs> I that there you go. That's fair. Oh, they both wear red. Um, yep. Yeah, my second nay. This is gonna get a little weird. Um, I did not do this on purpose, but weird? it's kind of a two for one. Okay. So let me start with my my template. Okay. These two players, okay. Amos Katrim is one player. They okay. had a great game okay. last week, but I expect this to be a low-scoring, running-heavy game. This player will get a elite cornerback blanket coverage treatment, and I expect this player to lose that fight. I Got expect it. 50 yards, no touchdown from both of these players. Figured it out. John Brown versus Denver, Cortland Sutton Sutton versus Buffalo. They're both facing elite defenders, um, and I expect both of them to be shadow covered. 
And I expect both the defenders to win that fight against the other team's wide receiver one. Weird. I did not intend it that way. But no, I think they can both get 50 yards if they're lucky and no touchdown. All right. Uh, My next nay is your favorite quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, So he's going up against the best secondary in the NFL, San Francisco 49ers. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not the man he used to be. I'm not denying that he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. The best. I'm not. No, I'm not going to agree he's, with that he's one. He's the best. Uh, he's not the best, but he, you know, he's, he's just not as good as he used to be. He's scored fewer That's than correct. 15 fantasy points six times this season. Um, and, you know, the 49ers allow the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. I think that the Packers are going to focus a lot on the run game. Will you admit he has the best dating history of any quarterback? Dating history? Yes. Still no. Olivia Munn. Danica Patrick. Yeah, okay. I just want to disagree with you. (laughs) And I gave two already. I gave all three of mine, so... That's true. You did give all three of yours. My last one is Gerald Everett, because Jared Goff is not having a good year, and that's mainly because of their offensive line being in shambles, and they're going up against the Ravens' defense, which is overall very solid. So, short and sweet. (laughs) Nice. Just like you. Yeah. (laughs) Short and sweet. Uh, Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this episode of the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. If you made it this far with us, that means you like us at least a little bit. So, please leave us a review wherever you are listening to us. Thank you so much for listening. We consider ourselves lucky to have people like you listening. Good luck in week 12, and we look forward to recapping it next week with you. Have a great one.